Hello and welcome to the first episode of the struggle of Gen Z under capitalism. Um, we're going to go more into detail about that later on, possibly in this podcast, but also in the future ones as well. But long story short, capitalism is really bad. Okay, so that's that out the way. Today, I want to talk about this uh, poll that was taken by the Harris poll um, about the youth, about uh, pandemic, about the youth in the pandemic and their mental health and how it's declining since COVID-19, right? Um, and we're going to go deeper into that and talk about what I feel about it, too. So join me, please. <laughs> so this poll found that children are increasingly struggling with mental health as a result of the pandemic and its corresponding economic crisis. From the data, one can see that children are reporting to have more symptoms related to anxiety and depression than they have before the pandemic. Now, high schoolers especially are suffering, and while children are experiencing more mental illness symptoms, fewer parents can treat their children because basically the depression that we're in right now, this economic crisis, um, has caused parents to lose their job and other such things, just making it so that ch uh, parents can't afford to send their children to get help, or just any help for that matter, whether it's sending them someplace or it's medicine or and it's, it's kind of interesting, right? The position that we are in, right? I'm, I'm a senior in high school and I'm going out into this magical world. But all my life I've known about climate change and I've known about all these horrible things which are knocking on the front door. We're going to have to deal with it when we're like adults, you know, when we're raising a family, you know, we're going to have to worry about our own children. I don't even, there's so many things that could happen. I don't even know what we're going to have to worry about, but it's going to be a lot. And I'm sure it's going to have to do with climate change at one point, you know, but, um, like this realization that you have when you become older, that the adults don't actually know what you're doing. And this one anime, Fully Cooly, uh, it came out like in 2000, 2003, something like that. I fell in love with it recently. And it basically, the entire thing is about that. It's about other things, right, as well. But it, a big point of the anime is talking about how adults don't know what is going on at all. And uh, that understanding growing up like that. And then we, when this pandemic comes around, we really, really get to see how the adults and these leaders really don't know what they're doing. Or they do know what they're doing, and they're just choosing not to do the right thing because of their own self-interests and whatnot. Uh, the future that we see and what many other people see in our generation and younger than us, they don't see a happy future. They do not see a future in which they could raise a family or just live out the so-called American dream. Now, I think our generation and the millennial generation specifically sees this failure of capitalism which ensured us life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, democracy, when we had in the United States, when we had the rebellion against the monarchs. We were promised 
freedom. And we do not have freedom. We are not in a utopian... Uh, what's the system called? I, off the top of my head, what is it called? Hold on. Meritocracy. That's the word I was thinking of. Meritocracy. We do not live in a meritocracy. No, I, I think our generation sees the failure of capitalism more than any other generation before us. Uh, but besides the, <laughs> the Great Depression, you know, and people living in the 30s, like they, I think, are the only people uh, in recent American history that would would know what we're feeling. But I mean, we're, it's completely different. So we have a lot of similarities and a lot of dif- uh, differences. It, it We're just completely in our own world and it's just, it's really weird. It's really weird. But especially because of the pandemic, like these issues have always been here underlying everything, right? You look at Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans, you know, it, it seems as if everything was fine, but really, th- those things which caused so many people to die were already there in the first place. Uh, the fact that the lower income people had like, lived in land which was basically a, a ticking time bomb, and uh, so many different other ways in which the the system failed so, so many people. That's the same thing that's happening now. The, the problems were already there, it's just this natural disaster uh, has has like pushed us over the edge, and it's really not a natural disaster. Hurricane Katrina was not not a natural disaster. The hurricane, maybe yeah, sure, but the flood which happened after the hurricane, that was not a natural disaster. the The pandemic is not a natural disaster. They are humanitarian disasters. They were caused by humans, humans being neglectful, humans not caring, humans. Uh, really just like putting money over hum- actual humans. That's exactly what happened. Hurricane Katrina, all, all of the, the deaths were because of money and because of, of uh, private corporations and because of uh, just, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And same with this. You can look at so many examples, right? But because of this, there's been great changes that have opened the eyes of so many people across generations. Opened our eyes to the things that have always been here, but just made it worse, right? The, the poor have become poorer. The middle class is shrinking faster than ever, and it's been shrinking. It was shrinking before, but now it's really, really, really bad. The richest person in the entire world, Jeff freaking Bezos, recently has been overturned by Elon Musk. Which means the rich are certainly getting richer, right? Jeff Bezos' money didn't go anywhere. When Elon Musk uh, took Jeff Bezos' crown, he didn't lose that money. He didn't give that money over to uh, Elon Musk or give it, it, it's still his money. He is still the the same person he was before. Actually, even Jeff Bezos, all these billionaires, they've gotten so much money since the pandemic. There's been so many, like, studies and so many just like obser- observations of the uh, the wealth accumulation in the upper class the upper one percent it's insane jeff bezos is w- worth so so much more i can't even like comprehend the number compared to who he was 
just like a few years ago. But Elon Musk is more than that. It's, it's insane. It's, it's absolutely insane. And I, I think if you ignore this, like you do, the thing with the 1% is that if we do live in a meritocracy, if we live in a world in which people work hard and they get to go higher places in the world, they get to uh, leave their class and go up to a higher class. If we had, well, that's upward mobility, social mobility. But if we had a system in which your blood, sweat, and tears equaled your money, equaled like your position in the world, I, it's, I don't, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's even possible to work like a billion times harder than a a garbage man or like a a trillion times harder than someone at McDonald's, right? Just, I mean, however much money they're worth times that of the person, it's, it's just, it's just, it's despicable. (laughs) And they're just like moving money around. Sure. They might be doing one thing or another, but it, Anyway, that's getting beside the point. I need to go back to what I was talking about originally. But this country does not care about people's well-being. Capitalism does not care about people's well-being. They only care about the accumulation of wealth. My question is why are we still following a system that values money over human life? It seems like... a roundabout way of getting to happiness and health. Uh, it's just one that does not work. It's weird because you know you would you would think that the point of society is to you know bring us all together and make us better than the individual. Make us. Uh, I mean, we have the resources. We can make everyone happy. We can make everyone. I mean, not just happy and just existing, but like able to do things you want to do. Pursue your passions. We have so much time. We produce so much. If you if you're working like uh, nine to five, producing, uh, say like food, for example, I completely made up a thing. You're making food, but you're making a lot more food than we really need, and that food goes into groceries, uh, grocery stores, and then when those foods have get to a certain expiration day, which is a completely arbitrary uh, expiration day. I mean, some of them, depending on which food you're buying, it, you know, it really depends. But for the most part, the expiration date just is like best to sell by uh, because that's when the food tastes the best. You can still eat it after that. It just might not taste as fresh, but it's still edible. And so what like grocery stores do and what like uh, restaurants do with like all these places that have food and have a lot of excess food that just needs to go away they can't sell it to people because that's you know against the law um i against regulations and other things like that i mean there are a lot of regulations like you know and get in the way of like for example uh this is another side note though when the pandemic happened uh i think something to do with the farmers and they had excess like crops and so they just like burnt their crops and like it was a it was a, a a lot of food, a lot of food, just completely wasted. But that's what that's what happens every single, like, day around the world. That's about I mean, the, the around the developed world, I should say, where food is thrown into waste receptacles and pour bleach on, so that homeless people or just 
people or animals or I mean just in, it like it's food that's perfectly fine being destroyed because they can't make a profit profit out of it. So I just think that's that's unbelievable. And another thing, everyone grows up learning that you know sharing is caring and that we should collaborate with each other. But as soon as you grow up, capitalism forces you to throw away those ideas and reject your human nature to be kind to one another and become like a heartless machine who either uh, tells people horrible things, makes forces people to do horrible things, just to say, it's much worse, uh, for the sake of money, or maybe you have to uh, waste away your entire life doing something you absolutely hate. And I mean, there's many ways in which we become, we become heartless machines without even like trying to. And my internal struggle with this system, with capitalism, with the society, my internal struggle is not unique. I'm not saying that I know everything. I'm not saying that I'm this woke person who's taken the red pill and yada, yada, whatever, whatever. What I'm saying is I am not unique. And my struggle and my views are shared globally Many people, since the invention of capitalism, have felt the exact same way. I feel like my generation, our generation, has the tools to educate each other and to show other alternatives. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to educate. I just... There are so many other ways of, of learning and so many other ways of doing certain different things. And the things we get taught in school are really just the tip of the iceberg. And it, because of the internet, I feel like it'd be really hard to censor these thoughts like they used to back in the Red Scare, you know, both the Red Scares. Um, man, like we used to have like everyone being communist. I mean, in the United States, they like... There are a bunch of uh, people who identify as like socialists and communists like across the world, but that's that's beside the point. It's just weird how Americans think, uh, United States citizens, I should say. But uh, anyway, I'll continue. My generation, our generation, we're scared to end up like the millennials, you know, who are drowning in debt and so many other problems that are caused by the system and caused by people lying to <laughs> poor little millennial boys that, you know, you're going to grow up, you're going to get yourself a STEM career. Now, th there's this talking, there's this idea uh, circulating around conservative communities that the reason why so many millennials are working at Starbucks for the rest of their life, paying off student debt with ch disabled children, they can't actually get oh, the disabled children. I was, I, I was thinking about uh, an NPR thing about this one guy who uh, actually can't really get a job because if he does get a job, then the government can't pay for his uh, well his child's health insurance. Um, but if he, if he, so he, he's, he's trapped in a rock in a hard place. This was, this is what a lot of millennials are doing right now. This is what the situation that they are in right now is that if they get a job, then they can't pay for the health care of their children. Yeah, this is, this is the middle class for you. 
Yeah, but back to what I was saying before. <laughs> These millennials are drowning in debt, and we are terrified of having the same fate. Now, I want to talk about college maybe more in a different podcast, but for now, I'm going to wrap it up here. I just hope that this pandemic wakes us up, wakes us all up, so that this does not happen again. We have a cycle, a booms and busts. This is integrated into capitalism. There cannot be capitalism without, like, recessions and depressions and horrible, like, a cycle of every, like, 70 years, a mass of people losing their job just out of nowhere, right? This is integrated in that. And I think that's a... Not something that you should... We should have a stable system. We shouldn't have something that, like, fluctuates. I don't know. That's just my opinion. And I mean, not just my opinion. This is held by many people around the world, like I said, around different... Uh, times and anyway I'm a boy and a boy can dream thank you alright and next podcast I don't know what I'm going to be talking about I think this is just going to be something that I periodically what what is the word periodically peer Every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, I just want to come here and vent and talk about the things that are going in, going on in my mind. Because I feel like I'm not alone. I've talked to other people who feel the same way, but just like, I don't know. I've got a lot of a lot of friends who are just really suffering from the school system, the education system, I should say. And, and that is deeply integrated within capitalism. And there are so many really amazing YouTube videos that I've been watching talking about the, how horrible our education system is and uh, not only that it's you know, it's a utility you know this this school to prison pipeline it's a way to get lower class people specifically black children into prisons so that our for-profit prison system can have more money that and also because you know the the war on drugs is also a way to do that but i'll get into that in a later day there's so many different ways, uh, so many different topics I want to talk about. And I'm really happy to be sharing my my thoughts on here. Thank you so much for listening to my almost 19-minute podcast. I will definitely make another one. Talk to you soon. Thank you.